So how how exactly did you learn English? Now, I'm always curious to ask someone like from Europe, like Germany is a very, you know, it's a very popular language. Um, but like, how did you end up learning English? Is something that's just, that's taught? Are both languages taught in Europe? Is generally yeah yeah. Um, well, English, we start these days at primary school, year four, so elementary school, year four. So um, so they learn it when they're about like nine, but they learn like rhyming and songs. I, I have English as a school subject, but I think I really learned English through pop music. Mm. I think this is what you do. You want to understand what the lyrics are about. And at that time, we didn't have all those websites like A to Z lyrics or whatever, where you can just put in the uh, text of the lyrics and check what they mean you had to do this really word by word and very often they use slang expressions that you couldn't find in a dictionary so you came up with very interesting interpretations but you learned the words by heart you because you learned the songs by heart you started building on the accent because i listened to bands from manchester and um also to american music and so on and i think you really learned a very different english from what you were taught at school mm. No, definitely. I'm glad you brought up the word slang because that's where that word's going to come up a few times later when we're talking about your book and just the world of football or as Americans know as soccer um, and slang. So like, how, how did how do you deal with that? Because slang is something that always changes, right? Slang in America, what was popular in the early 2000s isn't popular now. Hell, what was popular three years ago in American slang isn't American slang anymore. So, and that's they don't teach slang in textbooks, like something like slang is taught. In sports, you know, like when I had Phil on, we talked about how his book and baseball is a whole different language around baseball. Same thing with soccer, same thing with football. So as like an English teacher and a scholar, how do you deal with slang? As I teach a lot of like people in international jobs, I actually don't do slang. I don't teach it. I actually tell people, forget it. We had one expression that was one of the books that I had to revise and it was like, give me the lowdown. Can I just ask you, when I tell you, give me the lowdown, what is your understanding of that expression? Yeah, it's just like, give me a gist of what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So you know that, but I asked a lot of my British English teachers here in, who uh, who live here in Germany, who work here in Germany, mm-hmm. and they said, like, I have no idea what that is. So <laughs> give me the update, you know, like give me the big picture. And then we said, okay, you cannot have that in a book. But 80% of my colleagues don't even know what it means because it's obviously written by somebody who uses this as a slang expression from their language background. Great. But it's not understood by the business community. So give me an update or just sum it up for me, wrap it up for me would be fine. Mm -hmm. People understand that. And I think that's the same that you see in in sports, but also in anything that's um, that's like youth language. I think youth Youth, jargon, if you think about rap music... Um, it, so I started to listen to rap and hip hop, like with public enemy. And then you listen to rap or hip hop 20 years later and go like a lot of things have changed. A lot of expressions have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you teach English through pop music, which I usually encourage a lot because people are so into it, it's really difficult. Sometimes you listen to queen songs and you know, Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Of course. Of course. Okay. And there's this famous line, Scaramouche, Scaramouche, can you do the Fandango? Can you place that cultural reference? Can you nail where that comes from? Uh, I believe the fan, the Fandango is a type of dance. Exactly. Right? It's like a Spanish dance. But uh-huh. Scaramouche, no idea. You see? Scaramouche was, was the character played by Stuart Granger 
uh, in uh, the 1960s, mm-hmm. and it was a Cloak and Dagger movie. Okay. So in the 70s, when Queen wrote the song, people still knew the movie. Right. 20 years on, when I was teaching the song in my classroom, I had to explain all these things line by line because my students hadn't got a clue what Freddie Mercury was singing. Mm-hmm. So it's really difficult. And unless people ask specifically about slang or jargon, I rather drop it from the um, agenda, unless it's something they really need to learn because they work in a very specific environment. I think, I think that makes sense, right? Because especially with slang, slang changes like you said, it changes all the time. So why teach something that's gonna be irrelevant in five years? Yeah, right. So that makes perfect sense. Just keep keep the basic foundation. Um, and I think I think sports. I haven't played soccer in a long, long time, but I think the mm-hmm. the, the, the terms are still the exact same. It's you know, it's a pitch instead of a field. Um, yeah, it's like a, a keeper instead of a goalie, like like stuff like that, pretty much. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. We're, we're gonna get into all that. But you are an English business trainer. 